welcome back to episode three. Well, it's not welcome back, but yeah. welcome to episode three of We, we Won't STFU Podcast. Why do we do that with the U? I don't know. <laughs> we Won't STFU. <laughs> oh my no God. All right. Let's start with what's on your mind. What is on my Fuck, mind? Fuck, there's so much on my mind right now. Let's start with you. Okay. Um, let's see. I don't really have anything on my mind. She's a little. I see. I don't even want to say that again because last time I was hungover. You don't want people to think that you're like a fucking drunk. <laughs> I know. Or like an alcoholic. No. Well, you're a little buzzed. I am still from a last little bit. Night. Her eyes are a little the look really looking at her. <laughs> really looking at her. Her eyes are a little small. They are. Are they? They're a little they droopy. Are. They They're are. a little droopy. <laughs> when she smiles, I barely see her eyes. <laughs> that's how that's how it looks a oh little looks a little crazy. I know. <laughs> but you know what? Did you have a good time? I did. Then you know what's all that matters. We had a really good time. There that's was a lot good. of laughing. Laughing? Laughing? See? There's a lot of laughing. That's, a, that's another sign. <laughs> laughing that happened. Dude, I feel like I need a day to just take like a pound of edibles and just lay on the floor. Yeah. That's all terrible. Watch the tree. Your tree? Watch the tree. She just bought an amazing. An obscene, you know, I told Arlene how much your tree was and she, her mouth dropped. <laughs> It was expensive, but I honestly feel like it was worth it. It is. It is a gorgeous freaking Christmas tree. Light show. Yeah, it has like 23 different settings and it can cycle through all of them or you can like pick and choose which one you wanted to stay on. That's awesome. And does Ian like it? Your stepson? Yes. Does he love it? He oh does. He keeps trying to catch the lights. That's so funny. <laughs> no, it honestly for the amount of, do you want to say how much it was? I don't it, even remember. It was a few hundreds. Yeah. It was Not like a few. Let's six or real. seven. Wow. Yeah. Like yeah. six or seven. I asked Arlene to guess. My sister, I was like, how I'm like, Jasmine's tree is gorgeous. She did say it was gorgeous. I showed her the video you sent me. Yeah. And I was like, guess how much it was? She was like, 200? No. No. 300? No. She was like, what? I'm like, 400? She's like, 400? No. She's like, what? She's like, 500? No. She was like, that's, she was like, that's just ridiculous then. It's so worth it, though. But I was like, honestly, for that amount of money, there should be, like, Santa that pops out the tree or something. Yeah. But... It should do a little more. No. I mean, it is gorgeous, though. Yeah. It honestly looks like a freaking, like, something you pay for in, like, New York or something to see. Yeah, his friend said it looks like it should be outside, like, yeah. at, like, a Longwood Gardens or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Oh, my God, Longwood Gardens so freaking pretty during yeah. Christmas. Have you been there during mm-hmm. Christmas? Oh, my God, so pretty. What's on my mind? <sighs> just, just stressed. It just leads right into our topics today. It does. <clears throat> um, I have another coffee. I mean coffee um jesus coffee um jasmine bought me some stress-free gummies from ollie ollie if you want to sponsor us please i have like four (laughs) i have four different ollie vitamins she has a freaking probiotic what else i have the 
the hoo-ha one, I have the bloated one, I have the libido one, I have the multivitamin one, I have the prenatal one. Holy shit. I actually just finished a prenatal one, so I'm on the women's multivitamin. And then I got my husband, the men's multivitamin. Oh, wow. So, yes. And then she bought me on her own accord. Ooh, ooh. And I have Miss Mellow, so it uh, helps with your mood swings throughout, like, your periods and all of that. Like, help balance out your moods. And then on her that. on her own accord during her 4 a.m. Amazon shopping trip, she then went ahead and bought me the stress-free gummies. I because... Did. You know, having an 18-month-old and back-and-forth bullshit with your, um... You just call him baby daddy at this point. Pretty much. Fiancé. Was once a boyfriend, then fiancé, then boyfriend, then fiancé, and then... Nothing now. A court... According, whatever. Yeah. We don't... I don't want to get into that right now. <laughs> yeah, let's see according It's just him. bullshit. It's just bullshit. But anyway, um... But it surely does lead into our topics for today. We wanted today to be about mental health. Yes. Because, my God, is that important. It is. Especially, really, Jasmine? What? But, um... So are your words. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so is your alliteration. I know. It's so bad. <laughs> um, but especially right now with, you know, seasonal depression and all that, it's in full effect for a lot of people so I feel like mental health is- god damn <laughs> she's gonna need a session with her therapist after this is all I know <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get to did you take any of your ollie gummies today no I didn't you, you probably shouldn't have I taken that should've. to bump up something <laughs> did you take anything drink tea anything vitamin something I had something to drink that water what is it fucking water <laughs> Water is for hangovers, I think. I woke up this morning and I saw your text and I was like, oh no. Yeah. (laughs) I gotta gotta leave the house. We had change of plans. It was supposed to be recorded at her house and then shit happened with the BD and she had to come to my house um, last minute, two hours before recording. I was literally sitting there like, how can I sober up? So regardless, everyone, whether it was at her residence or mine, she still would sound exactly like this right now. That is accurate. Saying words that aren't even words. (laughs) (laughs) But let's talk about what led us to our mental health journey. I'll just start because I just feel like a sack of shit right now. Um, So for me, um, I mean it dates back to like growing up my childhood was um a little rocky um with you know i don't really want to get into like my mom's like stuff but just my childhood raised a lot of anxiety for me and i didn't really recognize what that was until i got older and honestly it wasn't really until I would say like 18 like 17 18 where I really was like this doesn't feel right like it feels like my anxiety like because I when you don't know anything about anxiety or mental health you just are like man like my chest always feels really tight yeah I'm crying randomly and um I don't want to get out of bed so like depression sets in and you don't really know what that is and honestly growing up or any I mean my dad I can say he just now at like 50 
plus is now open to the idea of therapy but yeah it was never like a thing like therapy the older generation yeah it, yeah so yeah growing up there was no anything about seeing a therapist taking medications nothing so um finally when i was like man like i'm really just feeling really down like losing motivation over things that's when i explored seeing therapists and then seeing how freeing that was um and then you know getting into medication and kind of and honestly it's it was a good seven years of trying different medications until I finally felt like the ones that I'm on now at 31 are actually like like yeah so much that's happening in my life right now but I feel like what if I didn't have those I probably would be in a very dark place right now um but yeah it's just yeah I mean I think when I went to therapy and they kind of peeled back the layers and you would know when you talk about your stuff yeah but Jasmine for the longest time never did therapy no I would always tell her but she was more to herself dealing with it internally Mm -hmm. but when you actually and you can even vouch that when you actually when you actually peel back the layers of the shit that's happened then you're like then you're like damn like that shit back when I was a kid mattered to why I'm feeling this way oh that shit that happened you know when I lost someone or when you know this traumatic event happened or whatever you don't realize those things are actually still present with you things you haven't worked through self-image issues Mm -hmm. self-esteem issues that contribute to your relationship or like just all these things that you don't realize until you actually sit down and speak to somebody who isn't anybody you know yeah who isn't anybody like my dad always used to say why are you paying a therapist i'm your therapist right here like not to be funny right but it's not to be a dick but just being funny yeah like oh you're paying somebody i you have a living therapist right here like to be and yeah you have your family but talking to an unbiased third party from scratch and they actually are like licensed they've gone to to school for this to really study the brain and study the different um mental illnesses and all that stuff and um but i think from the jump i was always like i have no shame in telling people i have anxiety and depression yeah from the jump like i really honestly cared less because it's just I can honestly say that if I didn't seek therapy, if I didn't get on medication, that I probably wouldn't be here, honestly. I probably would have committed suicide. Truly. Yeah. Because there was a time a few, like four years ago, where I was in a very down place and I contemplated it. I contemplated hurting myself. And I'm so glad that I didn't do that. And I'm so glad that I reached out like I made the decision to seek the help and seek support and it's also having support too in your life like Jasmine me and her literally talk every day every single day and we check in with each other we're constantly telling each other what's going on what's stressing us out even though with my BD she's like bro 
<laughs> I can't feel bad for you. The same shit's happening. But I still tell her for yeah. the support because if I keep it in, I already know what that feels like to keep it in. And I always tell her, like, no matter how I feel about any situation that she's in, I will always be there for her. Yeah. No matter what. And even just to listen. And that's what it is. I mean, you can't have your therapist on freaking um, speed dial. Right. <laughs> so the support is needed, too. But yeah so i mean it led just from my childhood up until you know when i actually was an adult and just thought like the this doesn't feel right like i feel like i do need to just and i was just open to it like these feelings don't feel right nobody around me really is saying like oh you know maybe go to therapy i had to just figure it out on my own like this yeah. doesn't feel right let me explore this avenue and then i'm really glad that it did because I really don't know, especially having a child. If mm-hmm. I don't, I still see my therapist um, once or twice um, a month. No. If you hear snoring, that is my 14 year old. 80 pound pit bull that wanted to lay in the bed right where we're recording. And he's <laughs> snoring like a full. This, if you have a big dog, like. He's a whole person. He is snoring. Yeah, he's a grown ass man. He's snoring. He's taking up a good fourth of the bed. Yeah, a good portion of the bed. Yeah. So just if it's not like an obese person laying next to us, it's <laughs> a it's a, it's a dog. I promise. Um, but yeah, I still see my therapist once every other week. Um, there was a therapist that me and the BD were using as a couples therapist, but she actually is somebody who like on a sunday like freaking will call me i have her cell phone number i've never had a therapist cell phone number and it's like amazing to me that there are some therapists that are so passionate about what they do that they are willing to call you the same day you text them like i've never i've never texted with therapists it's just awesome to me yeah but there are therapists that care it's not just people it's not just therapists who want to make money that's a stipulation right but yeah so that's what led me here but it's funny for you and i want to hear you even though i know but it's it's so funny to me because i remember years ago i would be like she would tell me a problem and i'd be like jasmine like you know i see a therapist maybe you should (laughs) and you remember that right yeah do you think it's because of me that you went no damn (laughs) (laughs) i wanted to take credit for that was i poor was i partially no damn But did it help me saying that I saw a therapist? Damn, fuck you, bro. (laughs) No, I mean, I think you going to a therapist and just being open and like just okay with it made me feel more okay with it. Yeah. Um, Because growing up, uh, my parents never really talked about therapy. And then even when I started seeing a therapist, um, I don't know if my mom at first was... So, as time went on, my mom has gotten more into, like, spiritual and, like, meditation, you know, all of that. And so she's gotten more into, like, okay with talking to people. Like, she hasn't seen therapy, but she's, like... Yeah. More okay with the idea of it. And I feel like it's more the older generation just doesn't really... 
especially in the black community, you don't let somebody outside of your family or who you're with yeah. in your in your relationship or in your problems. Yeah. So, um, so I've always been like a, a shy, nervous person, but I never like thought I had anxiety. I thought I was just a shy, nervous person. I was in chorus my whole life, and any time like a concert would come up, I would get like stage fright, like really bad stage fright. And then I didn't know that I had anxiety until my first panic attack. Yeah. And that was the first time I knew I had anxiety. Around what Around what age do you think? 21, 22. Yeah. Was my first panic attack. Yeah, those, those are great. Anybody who's had a panic attack, you know that shit feels like you're gonna die. Yeah. And you have no way. And I was driving. I'm pretty sure I told you this story. Yeah. Yeah, Didn't I was you have to pull over? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I was, uh, everything started slowing down and spinning. And then, um, I just, like, I didn't even actively put the car in park. Like, I took my foot off the gas, opened the door, and threw myself out of the car. Because I couldn't breathe. Oh my god, did you tell me this? I don't, <laughs> did I not? No. Should I tell you the whole story? Go ahead. So my boyfriend at the time, we had went to the movies and I'm a super tense person. So I can feel my whole body tensing up when I get mad, anxious or anything. Yeah. So we were at the movies. I was already tense because my relationship with him was fucking insane. Um, That's like a whole nother story. Um, But we went to the movies. There were a bunch of teenagers there. I was already uber annoyed because, you know, they were being teenagers in the movie. Yeah. And, um, by time we were driving back to his, back to his place, driving down the road, and I'm like, I look at him and I was like, am I okay? Like, I, I asked him, am I okay? Because I could feel like something was wrong. So you were in the car with him? Yeah. Okay. And I was driving. Yeah. And, um... We get to, like, the entrance of his neighborhood, and everything just, like, started slowing down and spinning, and I guess I had already took my foot off the gas, and the car was slowing down, and I didn't even realize how car, the car wasn't going fast, but, like, I opened the door, and I threw myself out of the car, and he had to put the car in park. You, like, fell out of the car, like, on the ground, like... Yeah, I threw myself out the car. You did not tell me this shit, or you would have got this exact reaction. (laughs) What? Yeah. Did you hurt yourself? Mm-mm. Really? Tell me how you did that, because my fear is I always have, I to jump out of... <laughs> barely remember it. I barely remember really? it. I remember opening the door, and I was, like, down on the ground on my hands and knees, tr- gasping for breath, because oh I could God. not breathe. How fast would you say the car was going when you jumped out? Not fast. Because I like had... what, like 10, 20... No, not even that. Oh my god, I was say twenty. No, <laughs> like under <laughs> 20 ten. Is like not it was, it was creeping down okay. the street. So like five. Yeah. Okay. And he just like put it in park and jumped out the car and. Oh my god. He had to carry me. I don't know how he carried me because he was a tiny motherfucker, but he <laughs> <laughs> he had to carry me to the passenger side of the car and drive the rest oh back to his house. Oh my god! Did he talk to your mom? No. So he called his brother to come outside and help me come in, like help me inside the house. And then, like, after a little bit of time, I was, like, fine. And then I called my mom and told her okay. what happened. Well, you said you went home, though. Yeah, I ended up going home. It was, like, your, a couple oh, hours mom, later. Your mom wasn't home at the time? No, she was home. Then why'd you call her? 
to tell her what happened. Oh, with before you got home. Yeah, before oh, okay, I got okay, home. Okay, okay, I was like, why are you calling her when she's in the yeah. house? <laughs> <laughs> before I got home, and then when I got home, she called me into her room. <laughs> okay, and what did she? It. Was she like what? Did, how did she think about it? Because you said it, it, you said it's now that your mom is more open to like. Yeah. But then she probably wasn't, right? Um, she already didn't like my relationship with so yeah. with him. So, um, I could tell she was worried, but she also knew that I was okay. So I mean, there really wasn't. She just told me to be careful. Did she seem concerned for you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I kind of wanted to yeah, know. Yeah, I knew she was worried. Oh, okay. But when you're 21 and 22, there's not really much you can do as a parent. Right. To, you know. Yeah. So, that's around the time that I stopped drinking energy drinks. Yeah. Because I knew that triggered my anxiety. Yeah, and that's why you don't drink coffee or in caffeine now. I don't do any caffeine. Yeah. None. Because I know it triggers me. Yeah. Um... So after that, I thought I was fine. Like I knew I had anxiety, but it never affected my life yeah. to like an extreme where like I couldn't work or I couldn't do anything or I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, so what really kicked <laughs> my anxiety into hyperdrive was my miscarriages. Yes. And that sent me down a hellhole. Yeah. Because you get to the point where you don't know if you're worthy. You don't know if it's your fault. Mm -hmm. It's like you go through a whole bunch of different scenarios in your head of why it happened. And then you're like, why it shouldn't have happened. And Mm -hmm. then it's like, is it my fault? Like, So I went through that for like two years before I actually did therapy. Yeah, and your uncle passed. Uh, yeah. The same day. Well, your, the funeral for your uncle was the same day that you had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And I think it was after your uncle passed, right? That you made the decision. Yeah, yeah around that time. And that was last year, right? It was. Mm-hmm. Asher was still a little baby, so it was last year. Yeah, it, it, a year, October. It was a year, October. Yeah. Yeah. So do you feel like it was the best decision for you now looking at you still having your therapist today? I do. Yeah. Because I honestly don't know where I would be right now See? if I didn't yeah. do it. Yep. Um, and I know you want to take credit for it, but I have to actually give props to my husband because he was the one who was like, you are not okay. Yeah. And you need to go talk to someone. And he told me this for months. I told him that. I told him to say that. (laughs) I told him to say that. (laughs) He told me for months. Yeah. Like, go see therapy. Go go get a therapist for months, and I just didn't do it because I thought I could. I thought I could fix it. I thought I could do it myself. The ten, the thirteen years that I've known Jasmine, she has. For one, I've barely seen her cry. Yeah. I actually Bef- feel like I could cry right now. Really? Yeah. And that's okay. And that's okay. I cried before I started recording. So we're all good. We can just, it's a cry fest here. Um, but I have to say that in the 13 years that I've known Jasmine, she was always the tough one. I mean, you still are, uh, the two of us. You're still the tougher <laughs> one. But never really see, seen her like vulnerable because she yeah. always went through really hard stuff quietly. 
like telling me about it but quietly yeah and yeah it wasn't until like me and jasmine have both had miscarriages and miscarriages are also what contributed to my mental health as well but to you it was that defining factor of like this shit is like the cherry on top yeah because you already had your panic attack you've always had anxiety but yeah miscarriage shit you can't go through alone and i think the good thing is that me you know we talk every day anyway but me and you know what it feels like to feel like your body's against you Mm -hmm. to just feel very low to feel like and then you have to and then the about the babies themselves not you know it's just so yeah i mean yeah i've always known you to be very (laughs) just it's it was what like a few months ago that you voice messaged me crying you've we just you just never been once yeah you know and that's okay because again like when you first started seeing your therapist you hadn't seen one in a while right like literally since when I had never seen a therapist before. You never, ever. Mm, this is my first time. Yeah, so when, you, so when you first had your first few sessions with your therapist, what did you think? So I knew when I was going to start therapy that I was um, going to have to be open and honest. There's mm. no point in hiding anything. Just be open and honest about why you're there and yeah because what is the point of even going it's just prolonging the process they're gonna bill your insurance (laughs) (laughs) you might as well get your money's worth yeah (laughs) and you're prolonging the process like why yeah why so when i went in there and i just spewed everything she was like well the first couple sessions i usually got to get to know the people but yeah you kind of just were just open yeah it's like there's no point there's no point in hiding anything yeah and i'm also i'm an open book i don't hide anything yeah because i feel as though there is always somebody out there who can my experience can help someone yeah no matter what it is doesn't have to be miscarriages doesn't have to be it could be art related anything related in my life could help someone what's the point yeah and hiding it and holding it in yeah and yeah the first step i think is always to pull up therapist yeah in your area that's the for pull them up give them a call and honestly try and honestly i can say that i've seen i would say about three therapists before the one that i have now yeah because again it's like you also need to find the right fit yeah like some therapists you feel like you're kind of not getting anything out of because just the way that they that they talk or like you kind of feel like I don't know because I saw my very first one was a older woman and she seemed very motherly and very nice mm-hmm. but I don't know I just didn't bond with her that way yeah. I don't know because you want to have a good connection with your it's just, it's just like it's just like people it's just like friends yeah like you like you can tell the people that you're kind of not going to connect with and they're kind of just like an acquaintance and you can tell the people that like me and you that yeah. are like connected and like you know have a good um a good vibe with and after her i saw a guy because i'd never seen a guy therapist before mm-hmm. and um and I and I liked him. He was very like blunt and like. But honestly, I think like your therapist is blunt. Yeah. But that's your vibe. Yeah. I couldn't deal with blunt. <laughs> I, I, you know, because I'm I'm sensitive. Like I'm I'm. Me and Jasmine are sensitive, but I'm she I'm almost like a baby. I gravitate towards anger. 
before I get sad. Yeah. See, I'm the other way around. My anxiety just makes me cry. Yeah. The first time it hits my chest, it's just crying. It's not even anger. It's just, and even if I'm angry and I feel angry, it's just crying. My anxiety triggers my uh, general medical anxiety. So as soon as I feel my anxiety, because my heart starts beating really fast, my chest gets tight, I check my blood pressure. Yeah. And I check my pulse on my pulse ox machine because it automatically makes me feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. Like I feel like I'm going to end up in the hospital or something. Mm, well, let's also not get into the fact that you're a hypochondriac. I mean, well, we won't get there. Whatever. But I said my generalized medical anxiety <laughs> is what my therapist says it is. Yeah, I mean, but I know that it, no, that it's good. I mean, I know that I felt like I was having freaking heart attacks all, all, whatever. But I, if I had a freaking blood, my blood pressure would be, I'd be in the hospital every other day. But that's good <laughs> that you do that. But see, you said you go to anger. Mm-hmm. I, so yeah that the guy therapist again he was nice he had a lot of great advice but I'm too much of a baby like I need not coddling but I just it's like I can't have bluntness because yeah. honestly I can get my bluntness from you truly yeah truly that's why They're, I always ask do you want my advice or do you want me to the listen the majority of her voice <laughs> messages are am I listening or do you want my advice I guarantee you she said that to me in the past month or two she said that to me maybe 20 times yeah. do you want my advice or am I listening because I'll listen I will but I also have if you want me to have some things to say I got some things to say I got that say. too or she just will disregard what I'm saying altogether, just ignore it because she doesn't want to deal with it <laughs> I have done that she has but yeah, if I want my bluntness, I know exactly the people I could hit. Yeah. I hit Jasmine. If I want the bluntness of the blunt, I'll hit my dad. Yeah. Because he'll shut that down. Any yeah. feelings I have, I'm crying, they'll dry right up. <laughs> Why are you crying? Why? Just stop. I mean, my dad's gotten more sensitive. Like I said, he's now at the point where he's like open to yeah. the mental health game because my dad has a lot of crap going on. My dad is the epitome of he's had to just move on yeah and he's kept it in and he's a very tough shell but he's at a point where it's becoming too much for him where he is considering therapy but he's 56 i think 50 in the higher 50s and you know for him to say that it's like mental health doesn't discriminate it doesn't really truly doesn't and there is no shame in it period yeah because again my personal preference is i can't have a therapist like my therapist now she's my third or fourth therapist but she's very like meditative too like when Mm -hmm. we're talking and she sees that i'm very worked up she'll be like let's just take a minute go ahead and just put your hand on your heart just go ahead and take a few deep breaths or she'll do a meditation with me because i've never meditated before in my life before i saw this therapist and having an 18 month old do i want to wake up early and meditate so i can fall asleep during the meditation or do i want to stay in bed so i haven't meditated in a while because i've been so exhausted but when i was meditating every morning and it's just also learning tools like i didn't have a lot of these tools like when like yeah when you're like a little teenager with your little like um password journal notebook thing like you know i'm journaling but when you're older it's like there was a little bit of a like 
like I don't know if you felt this way with with your therapist when she gave you like tools of like what to do. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, I never did them. Journal. Uh, why? I don't know. Okay, you sound like my friend George, who <laughs> told me the other day. I kind of, I kind of like don't know if I'm like getting anything out of therapy, and I'm like, why? He's like, because she's telling me to do these things, like the same thing, like work on meditation, work on breathing, work on journaling, work on. I'm like, are you doing them? No. <laughs> so your sessions are probably gonna seem the same if you're not doing them. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie that for a while when my therapist was going, try meditation, I was like, mm, okay. Next session. Do you try med No, I didn't. Okay, well maybe you should try okay. Next week, did you try No. So it took a stubbornness, because even journaling, yeah. for the longest time journaling, I was like, yo, that seems like something for a teenager. But then when I, because I even did like this mental health program for, I think it was six weeks. Um, It was like a nine to four treatment outpatient thing just because I was really struggling. And it's just like the journaling part, like when you're really angry, just journaling out your feelings and like not worrying about grammar, spelling, if you're on the lines of the paper and just like journaling. Like my therapist actually the other day or a couple weeks ago said that, I could even taking when I'm very so angry just taking a piece of paper and just taking a pen and just like scribbling making lines or doing something like just taking all your anger out on the paper yeah or even trying ripping up paper because the sound of ripping and like the like kind of pulling the paper and everything kind of helps and I did the pen with the paper thing and it actually helped me that's good yo I put a hole in that paper (laughs) Like, good thing I had papers underneath. Because I was yeah. going, mm, like, you heard the freaking thing. And I looked, and there was, like, a lot of holes in it. But it, I felt like it helped. Because yeah. she's, like, even if she's, like, if you cry doing it, you cry doing it. But it's just to let your outlet out. Like, right. just let it out. Because yeah. it's just a lot. So, what has your therapist recommended you to do that you haven't done? Well, okay. So, I kind of lied. I didn't, I did not not do anything. Uh, she told me to write down like how I felt about my miscarriages and what about my miscarriages uh, made me feel like it was my fault. Like just everything I felt about it. Okay. And then also, so I have a, I used to have a lot of anxiety within my relationship also. Yeah. Because my husband is a very man's man. I have no words. <laughs> He's a very man, like a man's man, and his. Um, outlook on emotion mm-hmm. and the sensitivity of a female and being able to communicate in a certain way he doesn't have that yeah so when it comes to certain things of like wanting to have a conversation about certain situations or um certain problems in our relationship i would get anxiety because i don't know it's either I don't know how he's going to react yeah. or I do know how he's going to react and I don't want to deal with the reaction. Yeah. So I don't say anything. Yeah. And I keep it in and then I build and it builds and it builds. And then when we actually do have a discussion about something, I'm bringing up everything. Right. And I can't Which you do truly that. shouldn't do. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that. Because it just makes it worse yeah. instead of addressing it then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean... I love her husband, Ethan. He's just great. <laughs> he, but it's funny that he's always like, 
like you said, like he told you for months, like do therapy. Th- he could use some therapy he sessions could. himself. He has, I mean, in his other relationships, he's seen therapy like multiple but times. But together though, with the other partner, right? Like couples. I think sessions. he's seen one on his own. Okay. And then there was a point in time where he did do, do you, co-parenting um, counseling. Do you know why he stopped doing his individual therapy? Probably because he felt like he was better. Better than the therapist? Oh, oh, better. Better just, like, in the situation. After probably one session. Oh, no. Problems, just, I'm sure something you've learned, too. Like, just one session isn't going to do it. Because that's not the point of it. The point of it isn't, like, okay, you solved my problem for the day, I'm good. Because if you don't have tools to figure out how to not let that feeling happen again if another situation arises, then what is even the point? You're going to solve it for the day, and then because you don't have the tools to deal with, let's say, a panic attack. Right. Then you're going to be there again next session and be like, oh, man, sorry, I thought it was just the one session. I had another one, so I guess I need to figure it out again. Like, it's to be work on being better, like... Well, my therapist has told me, like, when I feel my anxiety or, like, a panic attack coming on, she tries to have me figure out why it's there. Yeah. And then put logic on it. Yeah. So, let's say... Let's say um, I'm having anxiety because my heart's beating fast, which is probably my anxiety. Yeah. Why is your heart beating fast? Yeah. She was like, are you having a heart attack? How likely is it for you to have a heart attack right now? Yeah. Somebody who doesn't drink caffeine. Yeah. Doesn't eat sugar like that. Is going to the gym now actively at least once a week. Yeah. You're having a heart attack. If, If I'm not injured. At 31. Yeah. Yeah. Like, put logic Nine on... Nine times out of ten, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's good that you have a blood pressure monitor right there on hand. <laughs> but she says, like, find the logic and yeah. why you're anxious in that moment. And I do that. Yeah. And also talking yourself out of it. Yeah. Like, I actively say, like, Jasmine, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you, why are you doing this? That's good. You know yeah. what we should do? We should, like, compare, like, things that we learn from our therapists like to help each other too okay i think that's a good idea we just came up with something on the podcast like we did not have that conversation beforehand no No, i think we should do that because i don't think my therapist has recommended that but i think that maybe my what my therapist says about like taking a second putting because it sounds like because your stuff is more your heart beating fast where for me it's just chest tightness yeah so i think that's interesting see we never really talked about that Mm -mm. i think that um what my therapist recommended about putting your hand on like both hands on your heart and like taking deep breaths would probably help you yeah. because your heart beats so fast and mine probably beats so fast like mine probably beats fast too but you feel it mm-hmm. and I that's not what I'm paying attention to because my chest is so tight right that I have to have an outlet which is just the crying mm-hmm. so that's interesting yeah I think we should do that I feel yeah. like that would be really beneficial I think that's a good idea and I write everything fucking down I don't damn like even through like like literally at the end of some sessions because i feel like i forget shit so much now that i feel like i have to write it down so yeah during some sessions like with my therapist i'll just write down like a quick like note that she said so that way i could look back on it but um yeah i think we should do that because i feel like that would probably help us yeah it's no harm in having tools all right so i feel like we touched on a lot there we did we did 
But I think it. I think it's good. This is an important episode. I feel like it really is an important because I also think it's very important for men. Yes. To seek out therapy. Yes. Because no matter how manly, no matter how much you feel as though you can do it on your own. There's such a stigma for that. It is. And I need y'all to pull that guard down and seek help if you need it because there is no harm in it. Yeah. There is no harm in wanting to take care of your mental health. Yeah, there is none. And people that judge that want to judge it i'm so glad your mental health is great let's see if something really devastating happens to you you won't have some sort of breakdown where you end up needing it right there's just no even even people that like not that i've known personally but even people who have had the best childhood with the most loving parents the most like i've just heard of like even in that those kind of situations something devastating happens and they just can't handle it yeah they can't handle it to a point where they may want to hurt themselves yeah like i know a friend personally who constantly battles with suicidal thoughts and i can't imagine where that headspace is at yeah but if he wasn't seeking help if he wasn't going to therapy if he wasn't taking medications because there's also bipolar there's people with schizophrenia there's like a whole slew like i'm grateful that i only have anxiety and depression because i can't imagine handling all of that but um yeah there's no shame and i hope that us opening up about our mental health is insightful to other people and either makes you want to go get help because there's no shame yeah or just even everyday life yeah everyday life works hard life's hard children are hard children are hard you don't have to go through like a devastating loss or something devastating in your life to seek out help exactly life is hard so yeah Yeah, all right well yeah that was a big one it was we didn't cry we didn't that was great (laughs) we didn't cry we could have though but I really just got done crying before we started. So I so I let it all out this morning. Wait, I don't know do my doing. eyes look better? They do look... See? Mm, I, no, they do, because I feel better. The bottom, little dark. Whatever. You I know what? No, better. you do from earlier. You look a little, you look a little <laughs> better. But all right. I think this is a good place to end. Yeah. But yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. We will see you soon. We will see you in episode four. Oh, and I'm excited about episode four. Oh, yes. Episode four will be right before Christmas. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Okay. Well, if you haven't decorated, make sure you decorate your houses. Because yes. Christmas is in a couple weeks, so. That's if you celebrate. If you celebrate. But if like, you do, there's no excuse why. Yeah. Any form of holidays or whatever. Winter joyfulness. Just be joyful. Yes. Pick up a pine cone from outside and just put it on your door. I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> there is not. There has not been an episode that I have not that that I have not said. I can't stand. You know what I'm thinking of? I haven't seen one fucking pine cones. What the fuck? I, I no, I actually have pine cones in my you house. You do? I did. You go out here in my apartment car. There's no fucking pine cones. I don't know what the. If you live in an apartment, you probably don't have pine cones oh in your apartment. All right, let let's sign off here. Right. Okay, we always ramble. All right. All right. See you. Bye. Later.